Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, we have a few more months of this miserable, gray, cold weather to get through, but someone on our team has a plan to beat those winter blues. Today we're talking about how to get outside and soak up the sun. It's Thursday, December 28th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. I'm with roving producer Elizabeth Kama, who works for every city in the CityCast system, um, but she lives in this one. Hi. Hi, Megan. Oh, it's so nice to be back on my favorite of the cities. Don't tell any of the elders. Um, how was your hard. holiday? <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, I hosted Christmas dinner in my new house. Uh, I moved earlier this year. It's been a mess. A lot of home improvement projects, a lot of unpacking. But it was nice to invite family in to see all the progress we've slowly, slowly made <laughs> over the year. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Congrats on the new house. Thank you. Uh, I want to hear all about what you've been up to. Of course, you grew up in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you typically like to do in Pittsburgh this week? So I am an interesting case. I grew up a member of WPRC, uh, which stands for the Western Pennsylvania Ski Association, uh, which is ski racing. Um, you might like recognize it from the Olympics. You go around like the poles. They're called gates. You might recognize my hobby from the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I am not that level. Um, <laughs> I, I am pretty far from that. But you Can you ski backwards? I can ski backwards. Okay. You're already far and away better than most people <laughs> I have ever seen. Keep going. Yeah, so I, I, I did it. We actually had um, one of my childhood coaches on the podcast last year to talk about how climate change is impacting our ski season. That's right. We'll be all right for a little bit. It seems like that's the that's the that's the takeaway. Don't give it away. Uh, we will link that show in our show notes. Yeah, yeah. I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, I've been a part of this team since I was in fifth grade. So a tiny baby. Uh, and every <laughs> year we would have Christmas camp, which was basically we'd spend this week of Christmas break training. Um, it was not typically like racing, but it was more like the fundamentals. Um, and even when I was in college, I would come back an assistant coach like during this break. So even when I don't coach, I try to make time to hit the slopes um, and I'll try to do those fundamentals again. So I'll go one skiing or I'll ski backwards. Um, and if you see someone who looks way too old to be in like high school doing this, it is probably me. So come say hi. That's incredible. I'm so jealous. I did not learn how to ski at all until I moved to the Pittsburgh region. So that would be my early 20s. And Elizabeth, it was rough. It was it was a lot of pizza, a lot of French fries and a lot of falling on my butt. I did cry once on a hill and my friend who was teaching me threw down the poles and said fine walk down if you really can't do it and I looked at him and I was like wait that's an option and what? I took my skis off 
And I walked down just this one little hill that had gotten in my brain. I never did it again, but we still laugh about it. It was oh. over 10 years ago now, but he's teased me mercilessly since then. Well, I would I would I would go skiing with you. You can, you know, pizza and french fry and all one ski and we'll both look a little bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um and and yeah, WPRC by the way is based out of Seven Springs. So that is my home mountain. I have forsaken all other mountains in our region. That is the only true mountain <laughs> um or skiing place in my mind. But there are a lot of other places accessible to the Pittsburgh area. Uh, Blue Knob, for one, um, down in West Virginia. There are so many slopes uh, around the Davis area and lots of really, really cute cabins. Uh, over in New York, you can get some cool, cool spots. Um, and then I, where I learned was Boyce Park. Um, it's the only one that's in an Allegheny County Park. So it's just east of the city, like in Plum area. It's nice low stakes uh... skiing. Listen, listen, no, no, no. A few of those are competitors and none of them held a candle to Seven Springs. Um, So I forsake them. (laughs) I forsake them. There is only one true mountain in my mind. So besides skiing, what are you planning to do this week, this year? Oh, definitely crafting. I'm a huge knitter, crocheter, um, and I made the terrible, terrible call to make almost everyone in my life, including you, Megan, a hand knit or hand crochet object this year. Oh, yeah. but we haven't seen each other since the holiday. I'm so excited. Yeah, and it gives me a little bit of extra time to get all of my, like, Christmas, Hanukkah, you know, uh, winter solstice holiday gifts done. Um, but I am I am going to be, you know, whittling away, sitting in my grandma hobbies, knitting as much as possible. And you do genuinely knit all the time. Like, every single group call, Zoom, uh, even when we're recording podcasts, if you were ever on CityCast Pittsburgh, know and trust that Elizabeth is in the background with her hands moving so fast. <laughs> yes, it's, I don't know, it's become like a, such a big part of my life. The fiber community here in Pittsburgh is just so, so lovely. I've made so many friends doing it. I go to McWalker Yarns in Millvale every Sunday for a Stitch Circle from two to four. The Rain names of these things, Stitch Circle, Fiber Community, it's so good. <laughs> the branding is on point. The branding, I ha- you have to say fiber because some people like to spin, some people like to knit, some people like to crochet. It gets involved of... Yeah, but McWalker, <laughs> McWalker's uh, has these like stitch circles on, on Sundays. I also know they have some on Fridays uh, that are BYOB. I am not brave enough to drink and also knit or crochet. I just don't think that my brain can can handle that. Fair. Know your limits. Yeah. And if you don't want to head out to Millville, I also know that Yarns by Design in Oakmont has a really lovely knitting group on Thursdays. Um, yeah, just join a group. It's so lovely. If it's something that you like have been thinking about doing, knitting or crocheting in this new year, doing the groups is just so helpful. And it's a great way to get to know like other Pittsburghers and yeah, improve your work. Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art. Eat gourmet snacks, people watch. We'll mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be 
playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. So obviously you are an enormous crafter. What other tips do you have for enjoying Pittsburgh and what it has to offer this time of year? So seasonal affective disorder does not play in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It is gray and dark and I spend most of my time this time of year trying to like counteract that, fight it off. It's constant. It's tough. It is so hard with the overcast days. But bundling up and getting outside like during this time of year has made such a difference for like my mental health. So I really like, you know, when I'm not skiing, I really like going hiking or going on kind of big walks in the winter, just like bundling up. Riding Meadow Park is like a favorite for me. Um, It's pretty challenging. You go up and down the hills, you see like a creek. But also, it is an off-leash dog park, and I Ooh. am famously in love with dogs, <laughs> so that is a big favorite for me. I also go to Shenley um, and do that loop for, like, an easier time. And if you're not a hiker, what's any recommendations? If you're not a hiker, I like to do what I call Anthony Bourdain days, which is, like, where I just go to a neighborhood and I just eat and shop and drink and walk around, and I have no plans no thinking ahead of time. Elizabeth, I feel like you're so on point for the rest of the team. You know, Mary Lee suggested something like that. Sophia yesterday was talking about how like that's kind of their strategy, although they target it to bookstores specifically, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. This is like the constant for our team is we like to just go be places and see what we see. It's nice. And it also like gets you out. I feel like so often you can kind of go into like a mode where you're just kind of like inside all the time. And it's nice to be reminded that the city is still as vibrant and as beautiful, even as it gets colder. And so it's also nice because you get to be outside, too. And like, I think that's super helpful when, you know, it's so cloudy outside. You still get a little bit of vitamin D, although I'm sure, yeah, we'll all still be vitamin D deficient no matter how much we go outside and wander in the winter. (laughs) Uh, Well, so for anyone who maybe needs some listening while they're wandering or has a little extra time to kill, any CityCast Pittsburgh episodes that you would recommend? This is so, so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The hardest question you've asked me. Selfishly, I really want to direct folks to The Legend of Pittsburgh's Glowing Green Man episode in October. It's about an urban legend in Pittsburgh about a man with like no face walking the streets of Beaver Falls and the real man behind that myth. Uh, The story is really interesting and touching, but also I worked really, really hard on it and I want folks to listen to it. Um, So that's the selfish reason. She did such a good job. You should listen to it. Oh, thanks. I also really love the episode on the most hated Parker in Pittsburgh uh, and him breaking his silence. Yes, that was uh, about the dude that parks on the outside of the Evergreen Cafe on Penn Avenue, always blocking traffic in Point Breeze. Uh, People hate it. So we spoke to a reporter who tracked him down and has like some low key Pittsburgh family connections too. (laughs) Um, small spoiler, he doesn't care uh, if it makes people mad. I think it's hilarious. It is so Pittsburgh. It is like the epitome of the Pittsburgh attitude in my mind. Also, breaking news recently, I guess the bar has gotten a new sign, uh, but he's still parking there. 
That's incredible. Also, for fun vibes, uh, love the Punchki parades and a very Yinzer Mardi Gras. I think that was the funnest Friday roundup I was ever on. Well, a lot of it had to do with the vibes in the office. It was, what, my first or second Friday back from maternity leave. I went completely overboard. I brought a lot of beads and found the official New Orleans recipe for hurricanes and brought it in a coffee mug. They were strong. They were so so strong. It was so fun. Y'all had like two thimbles full and were a little (laughs) bit tipsy. It was great. It was it was very, very fun. So if you just want to smile and kind of be reminded of the upcoming spring out of the gloominess, highly recommend that episode. Totally. So the countdown is on, of course, to 2024. Any big New Year's resolutions or Pittsburgh bucket list things that you want to do in the upcoming year? Yeah, one is a continuation from something I've been doing. I don't think I've told you this before. Uh, Yeah, so I've been like looking at Francesca's amazing Hey Pittsburgh newsletter events and then also kind of like listening and lurking to podcast episodes that I didn't necessarily work on about the events in Pittsburgh, like the holiday pop-up. There's an upcoming one about dancing that I have uh, gone to a few classes that you guys No spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers, no spoilers. (laughs) Um, And it's just been like amazing for me, I guess, to just kind of like get to know the city better. Obviously, I grew up here and, you know, you think you know everything about a city, but then, you know, listening to this podcast, reading this newsletter that you guys produce and that sometimes I have the privilege of producing with you. It really has let me, I guess, get to know the city a lot better than, you know, what I could have imagined. You know, I thought I know the city pretty well. I grew up here, but you guys always bring amazing recommendations that I just, yeah, really value. Um, And for anyone else who really values it, like me, Highly recommend doing the membership. Yeah, yeah. If you've missed it, we are taking on members now, founding members for CityCast Pittsburgh. Um, You get ad-free podcasts, which are amazing, obviously. I love that for myself. Um, (laughs) But you also just get to know that you're helping support what we do, which we really, really appreciate. It helps folks like Elizabeth come in and make episodes special, like our Green Man one. Um, It's really, really cool. Uh, If you are interested in that, you can find more online that's membership.citycast.fm. Yeah, this this show and this newsletter brings so much to me. Um, but in terms of something new that is non-CityCast related, <laughs> I have been eyeing the Cut and Sew Studios Alter Repair and Remake classes for so, so, so long. I've heard about those. I I have to, like I have two. I thrift a lot. Um, and so the idea of like not having to pay someone else to alter my clothing would be so, so nice. And, you know, like bodies change. And I really love the idea of knowing that like I can adapt my closet to those changes rather than getting rid of old clothes. I've taken a few basic sewing machine classes at Workshop PGH, which I also highly recommend. So, you know, I'm a little nervous, but I really want to pull the trigger and go to this class. Yeah, because I think it's a really great skill set. And then I can be even more crafty than I currently am. I can level up. Well, don't get hurt skiing. And I guess I will see you in the new year. Bye. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone, let them know. It helps people find us. We really, really appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow with more suggestions for a super weird week. Talk to you soon. Hi, Megan. Damn, the first time, the first question, (laughs) I'm unable to say shit. The hello stubbed you.